Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, Sine. Hello. Would you like to be in the Matrix? I mean, I could already be in the Matrix and not... No. Okay. So if you are, would you be happy with that? Um, there's probably nothing I can do to stop it. Like, mm. I'm not going to be the chosen one. Mm. So it would really just stress me out and probably not be worth it, really. Okay. What about you? I mean, I guess I want free will. But it seems like everyone who's not in the Matrix is having the worst time in their life, aren't they? So maybe better off just being ignorant. Ignorance is bliss, as I say in the first one. It's true. Hello there, welcome to I Only Like You and Movies. I'm here in person once again with Sine. Hello. Sine made it all the way up to Queensland just so she could watch The Matrix Resurrections and she's regretting every life decision she's ever made. <laughs> A bit harsh actually, straight off. No, no okay, fair. Fair. <laughs> it's fair. No, Matrix Resurrections today. Um, thoughts? Where are you at with it? Uh, huh? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I, I like the first Matrix films. The first one obviously is a classic. The next two I don't mind. I think because I was probably young when they first came out and I wasn't cynical. You know, I just, <laughs> you weren't jaded by life. No. And so, you know, it was kind of a shock to me to get a bit older. Everyone's like, they're bad. I'm like, oh, are they? I didn't realise that. Okay. Um so I've got a soft spot for them as well. Um, I, and I was really keen for this. I was, you know, I thought they could do something exciting with it. Keanu Reeves on a bit of a um, renaissance in the last few years. And the trailer was very interesting with lots of different imagery, which they cherry-picked the best images of the film, clearly, and threw them into a trailer, which got me excited and forgot to make a good movie around that. Hmm. You've come from a from a different perspective, I believe, because you, do you like the other ones? You don't mind them? I like the first two. Mm. The third one I wasn't a fan of. Okay. And when I say I liked the first two, I can appreciate what a technical technological revelation it was back in the day. I remember watching this at my friend Ashley's house, the first one, back in whenever it was released, and it was mm. a huge thing. Like that scene with the bending of the bullets was like a huge deal yeah and i forget about that all the time and there's nothing like that in this film is there uh, i just can we can we dive in let's dive in so it's gonna be a spoiler filled zone um yeah. mainly because we're trying to work it out what happened <laughs> i think most of this movie most of this podcast sorry will be Lonnie trying to explain what happened in the movie to me okay so lana machowski's here again right you'd think that she'd be able to be trusted with something like this, given she made the others, but clearly not. Yes, it's, it's um, a really interesting thing. I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, apparently her, her parents passed away, mm-hmm. and so 
as part of her grieving process, she went back to the Matrix, essentially, and she started writing these characters and... Listen, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. If that's how you want to cope. Well, she's like, I can't have my parents, but I can have Neo and Trinity back. And that's really cool. And that's awesome. And then what we do is we put that in a book and then we put that book on a shelf and we don't make a movie of it. The other thing that I think probably more pressing than that, and that's like, that's a, you know, that's how accurate that is, that, that story. I think Warner Brothers were knocking on the door every year apparently saying, we want more Matrixes because they make lots of money. Uh, and they got to the point where they're like, we're going to make it whether you're a part of it or not. Ah. Mm. So... Hang on. Did she purposely make this bad? It's possible. As an nephew to Warner Brothers. It's possible. That's the only situation that makes sense. It's possible. That's what I would do. Yeah. I'm a messy bitch, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, okay. So, hold on. Everyone just... Holding on. er, um, There were breaks. It wasn't a great sound effect. So, you've got The Matrix, which is an artificial life mm-hmm. right so the humans are all plugged in the bat they use the batteries we're and- in the pods and we've got little cords coming out of us yeah and we're having hallucinations essentially i think the idea is that if the if the brain is left behind the body dies mm-hmm. the machines want the bodies to power things because humans took away the sun right them. and so they had to put everyone's mind in matrices but yeah but <laughs> Some people will will always reject that and realise there's more going on. Okay. Yeah. So we open with Neo Hmm. and the premise is the Matrix is a video game that he made because he's got all these memories of being in the Matrix and so they're like, yep, you made a video game. And then they're saying that he has a mental illness where he's having trouble distinguishing reality yeah but that's fake that's another level of the matrix so the previous three films happened God. and his body was left over after he sort of reached a agreement with the machines to end the war and he's like i'll get rid of agent smith if you guys stop trying to kill all humans and we can live sort of amicably and i think the i think the idea was that from now on if someone's leave matrix you won't try and hunt them and kill them just let them go sort of thing who, Agent Smith? No, that was Neo saying that to the to the machines. I think that was the agreement they reached, was that from now on if people want to leave, you let them leave, right? Okay. I think that's happened. Anyway. Uh, but after all that happened, his body was still there, and so they took okay, his body. Okay, so hang, no, hang on, stop, 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 stop. Are we in, how are we going to distinguish this? That was in the real world. The machine gritty world where he has no hair? Yeah. His body was there in that world? Yes. Okay. Who took his body? The machines? Yes. After the events occurred, the machines took his body. So he died? I don't know if he died, but he... Okay, they just kidnapped him. Well, he went to die. He was like, it's my last gasp, sort of. Gasp? Gasp until I speak. You're a Queenslander. (laughs) Show some respect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So the machine's like, yeah, yeah, we're totally going to kill you. But instead they plugged him back into the Matrix. Well, there's a whole scene. I thought he ruined the Matrix. I thought the Matrix, like, he killed it, he shut it down. Does the Matrix still exist? The Matrix still exists. The version that Neo and everyone has been rebooted, so there's a fifth 
or another layer of the matrix now, like a new version, right? Do the other versions still exist? It's like reformatting a computer, I think. It's maybe there in the background, but it's not the one that's operational right now. Okay. So that's when Neil Patrick Harris came in and his program was to analyze humans to make matrixes better for them. And he was actually, he physically re resurrected Trinity, who did die, and he resurrected yeah. Neo, or Neo maybe wasn't dead or whatever, but he put his eyes back in and stuff. Okay. And when he was doing that, I think there's like that bit where he talks about, he's like, I realized by putting you two together, the matrix worked better. I mean, I think because Neo was the one, he was the, he's the anomaly, anomaly, right? Mm -hmm. He's like that little bit of code that never works because he's the one who can always take over and... The matrix is always fine, except for that 99.9999, it works. Neo is that 00.1 that doesn't work. Sure. So Neil Patrick Harris is here, mm. who is obviously going to be turned out to be bad because he's Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. I'd like some more casting of unknowns. Yeah. I think that's how I get around this issue of the metatextual thing, how we know that he's not going to be in a movie unless he has a significant part and therefore it removes mm -hmm. any narrative tension that we have that, related yeah, to his character. I spoke about that recently, didn't I? Mm -hmm. If you've got – Neil Patrick Harris wouldn't turn out to be in one scene no. as a psychiatrist. No, he wouldn't, right? <laughs> yeah. So cast some unknowns, please. Well, the thing is I think when he was doing his experiments on trying to make better matrices and testing so on the yeah, one – he did that? Neil Patrick yeah. Harris did that. Yeah. So who is Neil Patrick Harris? Well, he's a computer program. So he doesn't exist as a person in the shaved head world? No. Okay. He's a computer program, yes. So a computer program creates a program. Well, the AI, so they've got intelligence. Okay, sure. Yeah, so he can do that. So I think what he realised was that, <laughs> yep. that he could get a better matrix going on if he could have Neo and Trinity together but, but not together. Because I think there's that there's that weird scene where they they're too close, they resist when they're in the pod because they they come together and they touch. They're too powerful. Mm -hmm. So it's like if I keep them together but not together, mm -hmm. it's like humans like sort of being a little bit unsatisfied with their lives that actually works better for the battery life of them or something like that. Right. So you put Neo back in the matrix. So Neo's body is in the real world. Yeah, his body's in the real world. They put him, they plugged him into the Matrix, his mind. Yep. In Trinity's. Mm hmm But he gave him a cover story, and the cover story was, yep. hey, you've got memories about the Matrix? Well, actually, in this world, you created the Matrix as video games. But they didn't do that for her. She's like, I have these memories, and they're weird, but I never talked to anyone about them, no. and you haven't given me a cover story for them. Well, they gave her a family, so every time she thought maybe there's something better more to life, she's got a family too. But why do you create a whole cover story for Neo's character but not for her? Well, maybe that gives them the, enough to connect but not break out together. That's dumb. Also, they're supposed to they're not themselves. They see each other. We see them as Neo and Trinity, but know, they have yeah. covers. They have oh, cover that's images. right. They look different. Yeah. Okay. So. So it's sorry, and that was like, I guess, a built-in feature of that storyline is that if Neo ever starts thinking maybe I'm in a Matrix, he's like, oh, I can't be in a Matrix because I made the Matrix, and then every time he sort of breaks out and tries to do something like, you got mental health issues where you think you're in a Matrix. So. But here's the problem: this whole movie is like. Trying to figure out if we're in a matrix and breaking out. Mm, Gu know. Guess what else did that? The matrix. The matrix one. <laughs> and it did it better. <laughs> Why are we doing the exact same storyline? 
Yeah. I'm not... But what worse, way, 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 way worse. Yes. So there are various points to hit, right? I want to hit one now is that I'm not really sure why they were trying to save Neo in this. Like, I, I just don't understand the politics of the environment we're in, right? So are the machines and the humans still fighting each other? It doesn't seem like it. So is there relative peace in the world? And they've just caused all this shit by trying to get Neo's body back? Well, there are some machines that are good, right? You've got those little flying crustaceans, Zabebe, and the other one. Yeah, so I guess the idea is that those machines have evolved even further to... And you've got the little Morpheus, which we'll get into in a second, but he's like little little balls of silver. I think Mr. Sunday in Manchester said call him Morpheus. I don't mind that. <laughs> um, and they grew the strawberries and they're like, we figured that machines yeah. and humans need to work together. Isn't that your fourth movie? Yeah, totally, right? That's a great idea for that, a movie right? and but explore that. Not and... number one again, are we in the Matrix? Is it real? Yeah. Yes or no, same thing. Yes. And like, I, I guess you want to, like, to them, G- he's their Jesus, right? Neo literally yes. saved his life, Yeah. gave his life to protect them. So I guess it's fair enough they want the body back. Um, but then Naomi, who's in charge now, is like, don't do that. And they do it anyway and then just... But like she's kind of fine with it. She's like, oh, I'm worried, but I guess yeah. I'll let them go. I Yeah, I just don't really... They're like, I guess they're they're supposed to be Matrix fanboys and girls, aren't they? So they're really like Matrix and so. Neo fanboys. They're keen to get him back. But when he comes back and Neo's kind of like, oh, I guess I'm back. Like, cool. What is... <laughs> He like, doesn't really seem that interested in being back. So there's a huge cast in this film and none of them get any airtime. I know. And I guess of the new people, it's Jessica Henwick who gets the most go. Um, but but okay. not really. Like She's great, <laughs> don't get me wrong. But, yeah, there's a big cast in other movies and everyone seems like you get to know them all, right? But this one you don't. It's so muddled. I never really understood what was going on. Okay, so we have to talk about the elephant in the room. Well, there's a a double elephant in the room. Mm. Jonathan Groff and Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. So we'll start with Morpheus. So I was watching this film visibly angry at the fact that they would get Keanu Reeves back Mm. and Carrie Ann Moss back Mm -hmm. and not get back Lawrence Fishman. Makes no sense, does it? Absolutely no sense. So I was like, okay, he obviously didn't want to be a part of it. That's fine. Why does his character need to be a part of it? Turns out they didn't ask him. I don't understand if there's a world where Lawrence Fishburne is alive, why he's not Morpheus in The Matrix 4. How does that happen? Why did they not ask him? I don't know. Is there something going on behind the scenes? Is he a real bastard to work with or something? Like... From all accounts, he's a nice guy. Like, I've always liked him in, in my personal experience of dealing with Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Why would you not get him back? I don't know. Side point, I recently watched the Hannibal TV show, and he's on that, and he is tremendous. The whole show is great. But Lawrence Fishburne, I don't think I fully appreciated him as an actor or performer, but he's so gentle and brings such kindness to a really serious show. Mm. And, and, and like gravitas, I guess, is the word I think of when I think of Lawrence Fishburne. 
no shade on on the new guy. Not at all. He's Why a great is he actor. having a fun time? Why is he dancing? Why yeah. is he wearing colourful suits? What is going on? Well, I still can't quite pass what happened. So yeah. So what's the cover story? Well, no, Neo made so Neo's in the Matrix, and yeah. Neo made his own Matrix within a Matrix. Okay, hang on, no. Which <laughs> version of Neo made the Matrix within the Matrix? Shaved head Neo. Game developer Neo. Game developer Neo made the Matrix. How did games. Neil Patrick Harris not know that he made a Matrix within the Matrix? I don't know. If, Surely if you'd pick up on that, right? Well, it depends how much how deep they're going into it, right? God. Well, I think maybe they're okay with him making a Matrix in the Matrix, but they didn't realise perhaps that within that code he had hidden a Morpheus. I thought you said uh, AI was supposed to be intelligent. Well, yeah, but I they mean, can, he can read code. He's a computer. I guess that the question then is why? Why do they let anybody get out of the Matrix if they? Correct. Are, if they, oh. <laughs> That's my question. So okay, so he hid a Morpheus. He hit a Morpheus that was not Lawrence Fishburne. Yes. Was Morpheus ever Lawrence Fishburne? Well, that's a thing. I think maybe within the game he is, there is a Morpheus there, but this one he made a new version, which is a cross between Morpheus and Agent Smith. And then... Okay, so... Oh, Jesus Christ. So did the original three Matrix movies happen? They all occurred, yes. Right. You know when they take this Neo in and they're like, you're in the Matrix, we're doing this whole thing again. And they're in like an abandoned theatre and they're like playing a little cut together clip of the first First movie movie. for some reason, which I just love in universe that they're like sneaking up to the little projection office, Mm. you know, feeding the film through, going play, making sure the light's there so we can see it. Great. Um, So he existed in that, right? Was that a memory of Neo's? The first Matrix? That's the video game, I think. That's that's what they're projecting. Which really, what really surprised me. So we watched the video game then. No, that's just within universe. Within that Matrix, he made the Matrix video games. Yeah, I know. Which look exactly like the movies. Yes. Okay. So. So my question is, why not make movies? Why make them video games when you're just making them act like act like movies within the universe? Exactly. Is that just the cutscenes? Unless these video games in this universe, this Matrix, are interact fully interactive live action things, originally. Okay. Yeah. But then why would we be seeing Neo? If it's virtual reality, wouldn't the character, like, people would be playing as Neo? So why are we having seeing, seeing him from the outside? Just make it movies. Make him a film director. Make him a film director with the last name. Maybe his name is now Tom Wachowski. Like, make it really, really in-depth. <laughs> you think you they know? should dive off the deep, deep well, end? Well, I think they're like, as Meso said on his podcast about this, that... They thought if we make him make the Matrix within a Matrix movies, that's too much. Making video games, that's a bit cleverer or something, or it's a bit different, but it just made it more complex to me. Okay, so the mat- the Morpheus he hid in the Matrix, mm. which is a Matrix within what he thinks is the video game, but mm. it's actually a Matrix within the Matrix, mm. is a combination of Morpheus and Agent Smith. Yeah, so... Why? Well... I think the idea is that subconsciously Neo made a new Morpheus because he knows that for him to be released from the Matrix, he needs Morpheus to awaken him. Okay. So. Why did he make an Agent Smith then? I don't don't really understand why. Maybe he had to make that Morpheus also wake up and so he had to make him different because he, he has that conversation with, Jessica Henwick, blue hair girl, bugs, that I've been thinking recently that I'm 
things aren't quite making sense. So I'm here in my, in my Neo's apartment and whatnot. But okay. Yeah, good, good question. So basically he, he creates a Morpheus, yes, for himself. But he and doesn't. That, he creates a hybrid Morpheus Agent Smith. Subconsciously. No Subconsciously. Subconsciously, even though he knows he's done it because he's hidden it in the code. Wouldn't he have to know that he's hiding no, it in the code? I don't know if this happened, but the way I think in my brain how that works is that maybe he was doing it as a test for fun, but right. and maybe that's why the machines didn't realise anything was untoward. They thought he was just playing around. <sighs> but actually what he was doing was giving himself a Morpheus. And then Jessica Hendrick somehow gets within the Matrix from the Matrix and releases Morpheus. So Morpheus goes up one level to be in Neo's level. So this is Inception, right? So they're in the they're in the van and they're all plugged in and then further down they're in the snow and then further down they're doing this, right? Yeah, okay. I think so. So For a bit anyway. I'll put a pin in that. Yeah. After seeing Jonathan Groff in Frozen. Mm-hmm. Um Mindhunter. Oh yeah. Hamilton. Mm-hmm. A little stage show you might not know you yeah. might not have heard about. Yeah. I thought it was impossible for me to hate a casting choice of Jonathan Groff. Oh, okay. This movie did it. So I love him. His performance in this, great. I'm never going to say no to Jonathan Groff. The line about the blue eyes, here for it. I love him so much. He's having a great time. He's mm. a great actor. Why Just is he here? <laughs> horribly misused. Why is he here? He had... You're going to cast Jonathan Groff and get him to make some like vaguely villain statements? You know, Agent Smith, he's not, I'm sorry, he's Jonathan Groff. He's not Hugo Weaving as Agent Smith. So did they ask Hugo Weaving? Apparently Hugo was stuck in Australia on a, in a theatre or something. But So Hugo doesn't I, do I, a lot I, of movies anymore. Hugo does doesn't do blockbuster <laughs> movies anymore, I don't think. Fine. It's fine, that's good. Then don't have an Agent Smith. Yeah. They're like, oh, we can't, we can't not have one. Oh, the mm. audience is going to be mad at us if we don't have a Morpheus and we don't have an Agent Smith. Mm. We'll just recast them. No, that no, makes absolutely it, no sense, though. It made it really bad. In so how, how, how? Does a does Agent Smith in the Matrix video game look like Jonathan Groff or look like Hugo Weaving? I don't know. I think the idea is that it's almost like they balance each other out. So if the machines had to bring back Neo, they had to bring back their chain together, and they said, which I get. I don't really get that. because then he tries to kill him? No, the whole point of number three was that he got rid of Agent Smith, so I'm not sure why he's still around because... Well, was... if they were tied together, he'd die too. Yeah. I'm wondering... Isn't this like a Harry Potter-Voldemort situation where he finds that bit of him is in... He's the Horcrux and he has to kill himself to kill Voldemort? Well, if thing? you remember the end of number three... I don't remember. Neo lets three. himself get... Gets himself... What He's going around like a virus, Agent Smith, and he's infecting people. Yes, yeah. And Neo lets that happen to him, but then he's connected to the... Machine universe or whatever, and he sort of <sighs> he, he kills the virus. Okay. So I just understand. My biggest thing is if you can't get Lawrence Fishburne, I don't want him back. Morpheus is, it shouldn't be a character. The same with Hugo Weaving as Agent Smith. Don't bring him back as someone else. It doesn't make sense. And it brings. It's supposed to be. If it's Agent Smith fighting Neo twenty years later, that's cool. If it's Neo fighting some random Jonathan Groff guy, like that doesn't make any sense. It's not cool. No. Also. That fight scene in the ruins was so, like, uninteresting. I've seen some people, very mean people online, say that the action sequences in this film are CW teen drama. Oh, (laughs) no. And I'm like, I'm not sure they're not incorrect, are they? Lauren's going to be mad at you for saying that. (laughs) That's fine. You know, one of my favourite shows last year was uh, Superman Lois. Mm -hmm. But it's a TV budget and it's TV action. 
The Matrix, say what you will about those first films. They had amazing um, special effects, action sequences. Yeah. And even if you don't care for all the mumbo-jumbo about philosophy, you're like, bullet time is pretty massive. And there's a sense of danger. And, you know, even just the sequences in the first film where Neo's trying to escape the office mm-hmm. and the agents are around, heart body-stopping stuff. This one, What? The scene where they're fighting the Merovingians, people in the warehouse. Why are they just yelling at them? The train scene where they just have a few punches as they, they run around the train. There's a big, the final climax is in a coffee shop. Like, and they're just like punching next to each other. Well, she has, she has a bike scene, Trinity. But we already mm. have a perfect bike scene with Trinity. Yeah. I And he's got this force field now. Oh, that's what annoyed me. So... If this movie wasn't, like, rehashing the first one up, I'm pretty sure the plot is just the same, right? He's trying to escape the Matrix and find Trinity. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So if that's not enough, we literally rehash the Kung Fu scene. Mm. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I get it. Hey, it's just We've already seen this. This is boring to me. And there's much worse than this. And Neo just has some sort of force power. Yeah, so he's got like a force field that he can do. And then if he and Trinity touch, they can do a force field. But not all the time when they touch, just sometimes when they touch. And that's just like solves everything. What? The one special effect slash action piece I didn't mind Mm. was when they were riding the bike. And Jonathan Groff, Neil Patrick Harris, I don't know. One of them was infecting the random people's minds and so they ran out of the window and jumped and tried mm-hmm. to fall on them as, like, bombs. Mm. That was really disturbing but interesting because I haven't seen that before mm. in film, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there's suicide and all that, but it, it's more that he's using whatever he can in the Matrix, they're not real, yeah, yeah. to stop these people, right? And so that was interesting because it was a little bit different. The rest oh. of it... I, I just think back to the first Matrix, which... It's kind of hard to compare one of the best films ever made to this, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you have to because they're in the same bloody series. There are so many different action sequences in that, like, and they're all amazing. So there's that bit where Neo gets a phone call from Morpheus and he's like, agents are coming now, run, run this way, take this other door. Like, yeah. It's like sneaking around and it's really, really mm-hmm. um, crazy. There's the dojo scene where you're learning Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. That's amazing sort of hand-to-hand combat. There's lots of there's the gun sequence in the lobby, um, and then there's the actual there's the fight on the top of the building when yeah. he does the, the big yeah. bullet time. And back, yeah, and they have the the. Sorry, did you just call it bullet time? Yeah. Okay. What's it called? Okay. What'd you call it? 
bullet time. Yeah. That's what they called it. Okay. I didn't realize they called it bullet time. It's like a scene in this movie where they talk about bullet time. Yeah, listen. I was very <laughs> engaged. <laughs> I'm just going back to the scenes I remember from the um, original movie. The scene where they're walking there, like, trying to escape from up to the Oracle, and they go from the walls of the building. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where they have a, a minigun firing at a building from a helicopter, right? And the best sequence is probably when Neo is running through the streets trying to get to a landline because that's how they get back into the Matrix, right? And he's running through the streets and going through buildings and Agent Smith's after him. Mm-hmm. And there's a fight near the subway. Mm. You know, he just gets away and then he does the cool where he stops the bullets with his hand like a force field, right? That's like five or six sequences of action, which are all different, but are all exhilarating. This film has nothing like that. Has an office shootout. Yeah, has her riding a bike worse than the yeah. first one. And then that big... fight in the ruins where he tries to get a sink and, like, he's going to yeah. kill Neo with but a sink. the thing about that is it's so dangerous because you've got humans who can kind of fight police officers and people like that, right? But when an agent turns up in the first movie, you're like, oh, my God, these agents are killers. Mm-hmm. Like, no humans ever survived. I think Morpheus once survived once, and he's like a legend because of that. Mm. And so the fact that Neo can go toe-to-toe with them by the end of it is that's why everyone loves him and then he's the one, right? This one, it's like a regular Jessica Henneman can take on three agents at once and it's fine. I know. It's like, where's the danger? And literally, it's like it's ten agents shooting at her on the rooftop. Whatever. Not a single bullet hits her. Yeah. Does she do cool things to get out of the way of bullets? Not really. No. She just shoots well. No, and there's a bit like what we were talking about when they're in the in the street and their car is surrounded by mm-hmm. people and like, oh, this is a little bit dangerous, but then oh, it's okay. And then also like if they had died, would I have known their names or cared if they no. the random person had died? Not really. No. Unlike the exhilarating scene where Neo is like this close to getting killed, you know, every single time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the CW action sequences are good. Interesting. I think the biggest thing for me today, and you've said this to me, is like, it's boring. I I wrote that down. So mm. this is a long movie. This is a two and a half hour film. And I actually think the worst that a movie can be is boring. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's entertainment. I'm choosing to go to see a film mm-hmm. as a fun thing to do. Mm. Yes, that can inspire me or move me or upset me or anger me or annoy mm-hmm. me. But I'm engaged, at least, with what they're trying to do. This one, I was so bored. It was a bit of a slog, wasn't it? I was like, what are we doing? We're rehashing the first movie again, Mm. but worse. And my biggest thing, which I think I said to you after, was what question is this sequel answering? Like, justify to me why this sequel should exist. Like, what burning question is we have about the first three Matrixes Mm. and we're so excited that they're coming back to answer? Any? Really. I can't think of one. I... Money is why this exists. I really wonder if perhaps it should have been a new creative team taking on this universe. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe let them be. Maybe we should have let Matrix be back in the nineteen ninety nine movie. But know? we're in we're in this age of um, nostalgia. I think mm. where we're bringing back all these things. Makeup brands are collabing with, like, cartoon TV mm. shows we watched as kids because millennials are going to become yeah. the main consum- consumers, right? And yeah. so they're playing on anything that will get us hooked. And nostalgia is a really easy way to do mm. that. 
And so who doesn't want to see the next installment of this really exciting movie that came out when we were kids mm -hmm. and we remember it so clearly. I remember watching it for the first time and there was no movie that had ever done any special effects like this before. Like this was really the pioneering film. Mm. And so they're playing us. They're playing on our emotions and our memories of that to get us to go see it. And we did. So they got our money. They won. What do you think of the people who are comparing this to another Warner Brothers joint of this year, mm -hmm. Space Jam A New Legacy? So in that film, Warner Brothers were, had an AI that was creating content and they get, they get stuck inside of I mean, they do. <laughs> Space Jam A New Legacy was my, won my award for worst film of the year last year. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, Warner Brothers, a name checked in this film and then they tell Jonathan Groff, you need to make a new Matrix. Yeah. yeah. It's similarly soulless. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Got to feel like maybe they were trying to be cool and hip with it and like, we can make fun of ourselves, but it didn't really it didn't come across doesn't come like with that, it. does it? <laughs> Fascinating though in some ways. So. I want to talk about the performances a bit. Okay. Yeah. Keanu. Great guy from all accounts. Really hard life. Lost his wife and his child. Mm. Not interested in being famous at all. It's all about the work for him. And... It's all about the work and being a nice person. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to ask the question. I'm not making a judgment. Is Keanu Reeves a good actor? It's a question that's burned across the years to me. Put him in the right role, he works. Is Neo the right role? I think Neo was the right role. Is Neo in this right film? <laughs> Is Neo in this film the right role? Well, I don't think he should have been exactly the same as he was back in 1999. In the first Matrix, he's a blank slate and he is experiencing his eyes, and that works. And he starts off quite monotone because he is literally having a crisis in his life. He's like, am I, what am I seeing? Is it real? And then he's like the new guy and eventually he becomes the guy who'll go and save Morpheus. Like, that's cool, right? Can I give you some line readings? Oh, please do. I know Kung Fu. I still know Kung Fu. I think he says this one. I still know Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah. There is another level to the Matrix. Yeah. There's a really great scene where at the end, well, no, I take that back wholeheartedly. I don't know why I said that. At the end of the film. There's a scene. There's a scene with Neil Patrick Harris and Trinity and Neo, right? And Trinity's being all like girl boss because that's what we do now. Also, what is going on? She can fly? She's the one. She's the two. She has yeah, to be yeah, the two, right? Yeah, the two. Yeah. <laughs> she can fly, whatever. They're making mm. a matrix, whatever. And... There's this like back and forth where they're supposed to have this real banter, Neo and Trinity, and Trinity's given a lot, mm. and then Keanu's not given me very much there. Yeah. He's A, B. I don't really understand it about the thing about this is film is like these two love each other so much and... Again, you're trying to tell us so much that they're meant to be together they're and they're in love all. without showing us any of it. And unfortunately, the way the plot is worked out, they get together and the movie finishes. Mm-hmm. I guess for the sequel, they're supposed to be back together. Don't talk to me about that. Which won't happen. Well. Maybe. Might. He doesn't have a lot of warmth to him as an actor. Mm. I don't find his presence very engaging. He kind of seemed kind of bored. Maybe that's where I was picking up he was kind of bored. Maybe. I don't know. You've seen the John Wick films. How is he in them? The first two. Yeah, he's pretty good in that. But it's not really extending his range a whole lot from what we see here. Yeah. But... Like in interviews and stuff, he can, he's really, seems really thoughtful and 
charming and nice. He is. It's funny that doesn't seem to come across all that often. Not for me. The other thing I wanted to touch on, we spoke about Neil Patrick Harris a little bit. There's that awful, awful scene where Neo goes back into the Matrix and goes to the garage, I guess, to Mm. find Trinity. And Neil Patrick Harris stops it all. Mm. And it has this... 45 minute it felt like monologue to him about how evil he is and wahaha you didn't catch my plan he stops time i guess it's kind of like bullet time but inversed or whatever he very clearly was not on set the same time that carrie and keanu were he was on a green screen somewhere he was on a green screen looking at some laser pointer mark that Mm. was supposed to be neo's face and you Mm. could really feel it yeah, no, again, no shade on so Patrick Harris. He's, you know, he's pretty good. It's, um, I think, either miscast or misused or both. Both. Yeah. Also, new Morpheus. Does he just carry around, like, lots of red pills but just one blue pill? Because every time he <laughs> offers it to everybody, they're always taking the red one. It's true. What if he doesn't have any reds left? What if he's counting on them taking the blue and they take the red and he's like, oh, mm. that was my last one. I'm going to need that back. I really understand it because this, this is a new Morpheus, but he wouldn't know what happened to the real Morpheus because he's a Morpheus who's based on Neo's programming, right? Could Neo not program him to have the memories of the old Morpheus, to be the old Morpheus? Well, only up to what Neo knows, I suppose. So. I guess so. Also, he'd have to have an equal amount of Agent Smith in there. No, I still don't really understand that. Why are you making one person be both? But then know. you're not because then Jonathan Groff was Agent Smith. So we have one and a half Agent Smiths in, these, in this film? Well, that's a different Agent Smith. Different layers. I don't understand this film. I yeah. don't understand why it exists. And I'm really shocked because I saw the people online beforehand being like, it's the best Matrix, the best movie of the year. It deals with trauma. And so I guess it kind of that bit, but... It's like so deep and people are going to, some people are going to hate it, some people don't love it, but you know what? The right side of history is people should love it. Like, Did they fall and smack the little head on the pavement? Maybe. <laughs> Double West Prada reference for um, So many of the creative decisions, like not not contacting Lawrence Fishman. I just can't get over that. I can't if get over true, that. If that's true, that's egregious, isn't it? I just... Which makes me think maybe she did it on purpose. Maybe she tanked it on purpose because she didn't want to make another one. Maybe. I don't know. That well, would at least explain why this is the way that it is. I left this cinema going, what happened? What yeah. was that? Why? And it took me a while to work out if I liked it or not. And I don't think I did, but I think I liked some ideas. And even then, I don't know. I think it just seemed like the whole, whole misfire, I think, is what I'm getting at. But I was going in, I wanted to love it and I wanted to be one of those people on Twitter who was like, yeah, you guys don't get it, it's really good, but then, no, no I'm one of the ones who's like, you guys are I think not on. we'll look back at this and we'll go, there are three Matrix films and a fourth one, but don't worry about watching it. Well. Similar to, remember, sorry, the movies in the back in the day that have a theatrical release and maybe a second, like a sequel, yeah. but then number three and number four would be director DVD. Yeah, I came away or something. This like would be a director DVD. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Potentially, but it's not. It's, it's at the cinema. It's like a big Boxing Day release here in Australia. Uh, that said, Sine, mm-hmm. if the Terminator franchise is any indication, <laughs> you can have like three or four goes at it trying to recapture the magic. So I wouldn't be surprised. I think maybe the Wachowskis are done in the Matrix universe. And maybe that's intentional, I don't know. <laughs> but, 
I. I'm done. You're done. I won't, I'm not going to see another one. No. Unless it had like recasting, and one of my favorite actors was in it, and my favorite yeah. directors were attached. Okay, who would have to, who would have to be? It. Sorry, question out notice, but Damien Chazelle. Okay. And With... He's bringing J.K. Is he? Yeah, he's bringing J.K. J.K.'s the new Neo. He'd <laughs> be more Agent Smith, wouldn't he? Or Morpheus. Maybe I should just remade the whole film with J.K. Simmons in every role. I'd watch that. I'd watch that too. It'd be more entertaining than whatever mm. this crap was that we got. I'm going to say quickly, um, a very good friend of mine at work, he, I spoke to him about The Matrix of the trailer came out a few weeks ago, a few months ago. I was like, what do you reckon? You would have been like a kid when this came out and had strong opinions. He did have strong opinions. Mm-hmm. He's like, and he's a philosophy major as well, so he's massively yeah. into this sort of thing. I was like, definitely up your alley, right? He's like, no, because he watched the first half of the movie or the first third and he's like, oh, my God, this is everything that I love and I'm studying and whatever. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, these people are in a, a magic or a virtual world where they can control anything. They've unlocked the secrets of the universe. Yeah. What do they do? They give themselves a trench coat and a gun and they have flies occasionally. It's like, why can't they reconstruct reality around them? Why can't they, like... If they've got the hidden code to the universe, the Matrix universe, it seems limited on what they're actually doing with it. And I was like, you know, I hadn't thought about that, but that's a fair point. Yeah, so similar. Sorry, this was my second reference to Inception, which is a great movie. We just hate on it because it's cool to hate on it, guys. And I know that that movie wouldn't have existed without the original Matrix. But similar to how the person who's doing the... Incepting? Incepting-ness had to Inception, have... Inception, a- maybe. <laughs> That would be good. Um, had to have the, the blueprints. Title. Oh, yeah, the blueprints. No, the blueprints so that they knew what, what the world was. And he, like, makes the city fold on each other and yeah. they go to the thing and they walk up and stuff. Mm. That is kind of what should be happening here, right? Mm. Like, you're changing things. Even, like, Spider-Man we watched recently. What's the little separate world that Doctor Strange gets stuck in? Oh, the mirror dimension. Mirror dimension, mm. where reality's crazy and it's maths and they're all folding yeah. in on each other. That's Matrixy. Yeah. Why is there none of that? Or even just the stuff like... Why know, is there a helicopter machine gun? <laughs> well, you know when, like, in Thanos, someone shoots Thanos, but it turns into, like, water bubbles, like that sort of stuff? Yes. That could be cool. Yeah. But it takes a lot of um, brain power to think those things up. <sighs> Give someone a gun and... Jump around. That's a bit easier. Is the in- more interesting movie? So you start right, and he's his name's Thomas Anderson. Is the persona that Neo has mm. been given in this Matrix, right? Mm. The game developer. And for a brief minute there, you're like, is he in a Matrix or not? Mm. Is he just mentally unwell? Mm. And he, it isn't reality, mm. right? Is that almost a more interesting movie yeah. where it's all over, and it's sort of the movie that happens at the end of Inception? where Leo doesn't know whether his mm. kids are real or not, or when Mole thought that they weren't real but they actually were and then she killed herself. Yeah. Well, I think it would have been good if we had a bit of some danger maybe mm. that the previous three films were just a movie or a video game. We start to question our reality of the films. So like, oh, my God, is this so actually? that happened. Yeah. yeah. But didn't quite <sighs> get there. Because the thing is, like, we know eventually Neo's going to work it out or the movie's over. Yes. There's no movie if he doesn't work it out. So it's like 40 minutes where we're like, yeah, Neo, work it out. Come on, mate. Like, catch up to us. Yeah. Maybe they should have killed him. Wouldn't that have been cool? They killed him in the first 20 minutes. Who's your lead? A new guy. Someone cool. Someone new. Jonathan Groff. 
Jennifer, Jennifer Henwick. <laughs> Jessica's sister. <laughs> that could have been fun. This anyway. was a shame. Yeah, it's the potential that gets me. Yeah. Like, well, in, in this cricketers always say, it's the hope that gets you. Oh, bad for them. I shouldn't. Yeah. Um, okay, what are you going to rate it? Oh, it's, a, it's a tough question to know. You have to give it something. It's one star, I think. Mine's 0.75 of a star. You can elaborate. One feels too generous, hmm. but it does have Jonathan Groff. Okay. But he was miscast. Yeah. I just can't, I can't look past the creative decisions. Yeah. This narrative that's rehashing the original, not getting Morpheus, Agent Smith, no life to it. Mm. I was never engaged, not once. Mm. Didn't care. I was so bored. I was like, I'm really hungry. Um, Can I have dinner soon? Yeah. Like, is this happening? And like, we're not like we're people who need non-stop action or i don't think so i mean like, we watch we love the before series I was for say, sake. some of our favorite movies are people walking around talking yeah but they're engaging at least you care about the characters and what happens to them yeah makes you wonder though if this film had been the same but had really good action sequences that push the boundaries again would they give another pass maybe no this? i wouldn't have we'd have given the action a pass i suppose which would have well, been yeah. better than maybe i would have been engaged yeah all right then, that's that's us talking about the Matrix. Um, if you want to get in touch and explain what happened to Sine, yeah, can can you help run, me out here? Run through it. I only like you, Pod. Love chatting to fans, and confused about this movie. So sums it up really. Yeah, not sure what's coming next, but lots of movies coming out at the moment. It's a good time of year and a good. Well, I was going to say post-COVID, but no, we're in COVID world forever, we're aren't we? are very much within the COVID. Mm. Current COVID. Pre... Wait, what's the prefix then? Pre-post... It just doesn't have one, does it? Yes. Present COVID. Wow. <laughs> All right, we'll be in touch soon on the podcast. <laughs> See you then. <laughs> Bye. Just a quick vibe check. How are you doing, Apes? Good. Not okay? Yeah. Ready to rant? Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.